Welcome to the Purposeful Wealth Podcast, the go-to podcast on how to bring clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life. Brought to you by Jonathan Gibson, founder of Wells Gibson and author of the Purposeful Wealth book. Pick up your copy of Purposeful Wealth on Amazon and please enjoy this show. Thank you for tuning into this third episode from the Purposeful Wealth podcast and the seven big questions to answer when seeking financial fulfillment. In this podcast today, I want to consider seven big questions we all want to answer if we are genuinely seeking financial fulfillment. You could say that these are expensive questions in truth, but know this these questions do matter. These questions matter whether you're in the saving stage of your life, the spending stage of your life. These questions matter whether you have received or are about to receive a lump sum, perhaps from the sale of a business or an inheritance. We all need to consider these questions before embarking on what I would say is your most expensive journey. The journey I'm talking about is your life. As I'm sure you can appreciate, there are numerous questions we could answer. However, today I want to consider these seven for starters. So the first question I'd like to lead with really has three parts to it. And the question is, what's important about money to you? The second part to the first question is, what is important to you about that value? And the third part to that first question is, Is there anything more important than this value? The fourth question, what would you do if you had more money? The fifth question, what have you missed from your life as a result of COVID and the COVID pandemic? The penultimate question for today is, what goals or dreams do you have that you fear you won't achieve? And the last question for today is what causes and communities do you care about and why? Now, I'm maybe cheating with the first question because it really does have three parts to it, but I'm going to lead with it anyway. And the first question I want to lead with is what's important about money to you? This is a a values-driven question and how this is answered will be different for everyone. This question really does serve as the perfect foundation for defining who and what is truly important to you. From experience as a, as a wealth planner for a number of years, where we have met with a number of clients, the most frequent answers to this question are typically security or lifestyle or family. It truly is that if we were to look back some of our client notes from even recent meetings in the in the past year with 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 clients that when asked this question what is important about money to you it tends to be security lifestyle family these tend to be the answers that are given so the question is today what is important about money to you the second part to this question is What is important to you about that value? If you did answer that question as lifestyle, what's important about lifestyle to you? Perhaps you value short city breaks. If so, it does no 
I think it does no harm to them consider what's important about city breaks to you. Perhaps it's because you like to explore or, or relax. Have you answered security? What's important about security to you? Perhaps you recall a, an insecure upbringing and, and don't want your family to be exposed to that same insecurity you experienced growing up. The key thing here is to dig as deep as you can, as it's only then that you will uncover who and what is important about money to you. And it's, it's also worth adding, you want to ensure that your financial planner or wealth planner is asking you these questions and, and taking the time to properly dig deeper, if you like, and, and so that ultimately what we want to do is, is to define what you seek to secure in your financial life and most importantly, to ensure that you live the life that's in, aligned with the money that you do have and the money you will have. The third part to this first question is, is there anything more important than this value? If you answered lifestyle, is there, is there anything more important than lifestyle to you? You might answer family. But what's key in all of this is, is, to, is to dig a little deeper and to ensure that if you're working, and you ought to be working with a financial planner, wealth planner, who can probe that little bit deeper with you, a proper picture of where you are now and what's important to you is developed. So if we move on, the next question I want you to think about today is, what would you do if you had more money? Many studies have revealed that people think that they would have enough if they had 20% more. It seems to be that most people, if you ask them in the street, and this could perhaps apply to you, would say, yes, if I just had 20% more, that would be enough. What I would say to you is, remember Parkinson's law. The more, the more we have, the more we use. And it's very true with our money, that the more money that we have, the more money you spend. However, perhaps if you did have more money, it would be time out for travel or city breaks, or maybe maybe more money would allow you to help your family and people who are important to you in your life. But the question is, what would you do if you had more money? Perhaps it's worth asking yourself, do I need more money? But these are key questions really about understanding your relationship with money, your attitude to money, how you feel about money is what have you missed from your life as a result of the COVID pandemic? If we consider this past year, this must be a fantastic way of properly determining what it is you truly value in your life and what you enjoy perhaps doing outside of work. I know personally that when the lockdown happened, I missed the ability of church on a Sunday, for instance. And regardless of what people believe, Sunday morning on Zoom is just not the same, especially when you've had a week of Zoom meetings. I missed golf last year. I missed being able to eat out with Claire, my wife, or to, to perhaps go to the cinema. And holidays abroad, is not having a holiday abroad, is, is a luxury. And it's one I certainly wouldn't ever want to take for granted. But more than ever... I think as a family, it's fair to say we've missed that opportunity to press the reset button as a family, come together and just enjoy that time as a family where you're, you know, that excitement of traveling to the airport and getting on the plane and 
all the rest of it has been greatly, greatly missed. And and I think I speak on behalf of many people that that we certainly hope to to get back. But time with friends and family, you know, it's interesting when you look back over the past year. I think we would all say that that the things we've really missed actually are just having the freedom to meet with friends and family, meet with loved ones and so forth. The question here is what have you missed with your life? And I think that's a great it is a great question of just properly determining about what's important in your life. And once we've determined what's important in your life, we can more readily build that lifetime wealth plan. That lifetime wealth plan that's going to make sure that that you live the life that's important to you. A life that's important to you and a life that's aligned with, with what you love to do and, and, and the people who, who are dear to you in your life. A penultimate question for today is, do you have goals or dreams that you fear you won't achieve? What are your goals or dreams that you that you have that you fear you won't achieve? And I would encourage everyone to be thinking of the thinking of this question perhaps with four subheadings. Think about personal. What are the personal dreams that you fear you want to that you want to achieve? What are the the family dreams that you have, or the dreams you have for your family that you fear you want to achieve? Do you have dreams that are that are career or business related that you fear you want to achieve? And and community. I know certainly when I think about you know personal dreams and goals that I fear I won't achieve. It's fair to say that writing Purposeful Wealth was a fear. Writing a book was always something I'd wanted to do. And I'd been thinking about it for a long time, but never really did it. And, and, and so these things are really important. And also, you know, as we speak, I, I fear that, you know, I won't perhaps have an opportunity to travel to some of the continents I've not been to, like South America or Australia, New Zealand, for instance. When I think of family, I, I have this fear that I'm not going to be there for them. Now, I know there's possible what I can do if, if I'm diagnosed with cancer, as my dad was when he was 60. But there is this sort of fear I have that I won't be there for Katie at a time in her life when that she would value dad being around. And when I think of the career and business, I think there's always that fear that you're not meeting your clients and your team's expectations or maybe more so helping many more people to face their financial future with clarity, contentment and certainty. And and when I think when I think of community, I think of as a business owner, I feel I have an obligation to create jobs and to put something back into the local community which has done so much to help me get to where to where I am. And, and serving more in the church is also something that, that, that matters to me. So I would encourage you to be to think about what, what are the goals and dreams that you have that you fear you won't achieve and, and go further and actually think about these subheadings. Think about your personal goals, the family goals, the, the career, business and community. Take time to think about these things and, and ensure that your financial planner, wealth planner knows that these are what is important to you because only then your wealth plan can be created in a way that's important to you and more readily going to to give you that sense of financial fulfillment and last and by certainly no means least i would ask you to think about what causes and communities do you care about and why why are these important to you are you involved at your 
your local church? Are there charities that are particularly important to you? Are there charities that really speak to you at the moment? When we see the terrible scenes in India just now, do you feel compelled to help? Think about communities from the past. Is, is, there, is there a community that helped you as a teenager, perhaps, or in your early 20s that just, that just helped you? I know personally I care about church and being able to serve more and to give more. And, and when I think of charities, I'm a big fan of the Barnabas Fund and charities like Compassion and Christians Against Poverty. And I, I think these, it's really important to think about why are, why are these, why are these important to you, and, and, you know, how could you give more? Is it, is it giving more of your time? Is it giving more of your talents and the gifts that you've been blessed with, or is it perhaps giving more, more money to help with these causes and communities that you care about? So take time to think about these. And I know we've only, this is a short podcast. We've only looked at. Yes, they're big questions. I would say they're expensive questions, but they're really, really important. So take time to think about them. There are certainly many, many more questions. Today, we have considered seven big questions we all ought to answer if we are genuinely seeking financial fulfillment. So take time to do so. Take time to consider these. And in the meantime, thank you again for listening to this Purposeful Wealth podcast. Thank you for listening to Purposeful Wealth. Please remember to subscribe, review and come back next week for your next instalment. You can also visit the wellsgibson.uk website for more information on bringing clarity, contentment and certainty to your financial life.